someone was asking me, Sadhguru, why are you so hard on us? Many other gurus say nice things. You are continuously hard on us. Whatever we do, you say it's not enough. It's not me who is saying that. say nice things. You are continuously hard on us. Whatever we do, you say it's not enough. It's not me who is saying that. The life within you is saying that, isn't it? Whatever you is not enough. Hello? Huh? The life within you is saying, whatever you do is not enough. I'm just resonating that. And of all, I'm getting tired of being a stress-busting, husband-fixing, wife-fixing guru. <laughs> a yogi means he's supposed to do something to you, which is beyond your physical and psychological drama. And not the director of your physiological and psychological drama that's going on. It's your business to run those two dramas well, isn't it so? There is enough intelligence within you to conduct life, yes or no? Hmm? There's enough intelligence. The question is only, is it working for you or against you? When your intelligence works against you, you are a dumb thing. Yes, somebody else is working against you, we can manage it. We can manage it. Once your intelligence works against you, you're a dumb thing. There's no possibility in that state. So, what is the way? Well, Adiyogi talked about three basic formats for realizing what's beyond. With one set of people, with the Saptarishis, who are seven, very focused man. He talked about the science of knowing. Went on for decades, exploration. For this, you need a razor-sharp intellect and perseverance to hang on to something for decades, to simply stay in one direction. with mind, to keep your mind on one thing for a period of time takes enormous capability, intellectual capability to be able to stay with something unwavering. It's easier to keep your emotion like that. So when he saw the way he was teaching the Saptarishis, Though initially everybody thinks they're intellectual and it entertains them when you talk about the science of it, after some time they won't be able to stay on. 
because it needs sharpness and perseverance. Those who are sharp are all over the place. Only those who are a little dim have perseverance, unfortunately, in the world. To be sharp and to be absolutely in a state of perseverance always are a few, not too many. So he saw the next possibility. When his wife Parvati came, she came to him with enormous love and devotion. So, because her devotion and love for him was such, he could include her as a part of himself. She became one half of him and uh, actually in the Indian languages, the word for wife is ardhangi. That means uh, she is literally a half of you. I think even in English there is a term like that, huh? Better half, bitter half, whatever. <laughs> no, it depends case to case. <laughs> so, he showed how with sheer emotion you can get there because when your emotion gets attached to somebody, it's very easy to stay focused. When you were eighteen, twenty, you fell in love with somebody, you couldn't wipe that image off your mind, isn't it? Simply there, all the time. Because when your emotion gets attached to something, your mind just stays there. Everything that you think, everything that you do, your very energies get oriented in that direction because your emotions are attached to something. So this is what Parvati did, that she attached her emotions to Adiyogi in such a way that emotion which starts as love became devotion. Devotion means it is a solution which slowly dissolves you makes you less and less of yourself. So she came to her enlightenment that way. She came to know the beyond in that sense. Then there were others who were his people. They are literally like they had fallen out of him. They asked, what about us? All these guys are shining up. What about us? He said, you don't bother about all this. This is for intellectual idiots. This is for emotional idiots. You don't worry about all that. You, you just be, you are anyway part of me. What is there to do for you? But don't worry about enlightenment and rubbish. You just be here, simply. Because you have no sense of yourself. You don't have to do anything. Just hang around, that's all. These are the three ways in which he delivered. In today's world, you have to start with the intellect because everybody thinks they are, they are... They just read high school science, but everybody thinks he's a scientist in this world right now. So if you want to train this intellect that it can stay like this for long, long periods of time, that's fantastic, that'll need lots of work. But your emotion is capable of like that. 
there have been times in your life when you are emotionally very strong with somebody. Twenty-four hours. Has it happened or not? So you are more emotionally competent than intellectually competent. Whether you are a man or a woman, this is true for you. Look at it and see. Maybe your love is not focused, but your anger at least is focused. That is an emotion. If your mind does not rise beyond the compulsions of your body, I'm sorry I'm not talking to you. <laughs> if you do not know how to raise your mind beyond the compulsions of your physiological compulsions, if you do not raise beyond that, then what's the point of talking to your higher things? You are not yielding to your life's longings. You are settling for the ways of the body. That's all. Is it wrong? Not at all. It's just limited. Is it wrong to be limited? Not at all. But if it happens to me, I would consider it, consider it as a crime against my life. But different people have different standards, it's perfectly fine. It's just that. Don't talk about lofty things when what you want is this. It's a waste of time for you and of course for me. <laughs> a few physiological things have enlarged in their mind in such a way that uh, it looks like there is no way to cross it. No, no, you just have to look at it with little more awareness, that's all. Don't you have the intelligence to cross these things? You have, believe me. It is just that your intelligence is mortgaged to so many things that it can't think straight. Because small physiological needs and psychological needs you have dressed it up so much, with so many frills, you can't see through what it is. It is a very simple process. Physiological needs of hunger and sexuality are very simple things. If you see it for what it is, very easily you can look beyond it. Body and mind are tools and strength given to use not that you get enslaved by those two tools, you're supposed to master them.